Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash entitled parents video. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled dad threatening to end three girls. But first a story from Starly Shy, entitled mom gets upset at store clerk. Hi I'm rather new here, but I thought that this deserved to be on here. This interaction was kind of bizarre. I witnessed it firsthand, though in the end I didn't do much, I wish I did more to stop it before it escalated. So a bit of context. Where I live, you can't buy knives or lighters until you're officially 18. If you try, the cash register will shut down until the manager types in a password. At least in the store this happened in, that happens. Basically, the machine will scan whatever ID, and if it's not valid or even says that the person is a day younger than 18, it pops up a invalid ID, enter password, return to checkout. And in the case this happens when no manager is there, which is rare, the staff are kind of stuck one register down until one arrives. Now, I'm a regular there, so the employees know me by name, and I'm 18. I don't look it though, and also the way this store is set up, you walk in the door and turn left into the store. The checkout line is blocked off by racks, so if someone's blocking the path, it's hard to get through the store and back out the door. This was never really an issue, well, not usually. Sometimes a big cart was in the way, but the people would usually be polite and say something like, I'm almost done, I'm sorry for this. There's two registers in the store, one behind the other. Now on to the entitlement. So I just finished shopping for dinner, got some spaghetti stuff and some lighters for my incense. I also had a small black pocket knife being held for me. I got in line behind this kid who looks to be 16 or 17 and was waiting patiently. This kid gets to the register and plops up a pocket knife and some lighters. I just wait my turn. The lady at the till, who we'll call A for awesome, scans his items, then he hands his ID. Apparently, he was only a few days away from turning 18. The interaction that followed went something like this. The kid will call D for dummy. A says, will this be all? Dummy says, yeah. A looks at the ID and says, can you verify your age? Dummy says, I'm old enough, just scan the items. A starts to explain that the ID states he's too young. Dummy says, my birthday's tomorrow, just sell the stuff and do your job. A shrugs and scans the items, then the ID, and the machine flashes up the box. The manager was on break and so they weren't in the store. A says, I'm sorry, I tried to tell you it wouldn't let you through. Dummy says, I'm not leaving without my items. At this point, I had to be there an extra 10 minutes longer than I wanted. A calls over her equally awesome C co-worker, who opened register 2 and waved me over. Me and C start chatting as I'm getting my things scanned, and in enters Entitled Mom. This is what roughly happened. The Entitled Mom says, Honey, we gotta go, have you paid yet? Dummy says, No, she's not letting me pay. A says, Your ID's locked the register. I can't activate any of the functions to allow you to pay. Dummy says, She's lying. The entitled mother says, how dare you hold up my precious son? He's old enough, let him pay. A still standing firm said, look ma'am, I can't open any of the functions until the manager arrives. She says, well then get them. She hisses out, I want to get you fired. 
A says, she's on break. You're free to wait. Dummy says, mom, I want my presents. A says, you're too young. I can't sell these to you. The entitled mother says, no, he's not. Stop lying. Here, just scan my ID. A, now looking fed up, says, that isn't how the system works. At this point, I feel like I'm getting stupider by witnessing this. I now put up my lighters and ask if they still have the knife. They say yes and pull out a tiny multi-tool pocket knife from behind the counter and scan it. I hand them my ID and C says, Okay, OP, will this be all or do you need new headphones again? They jokingly said this, it's an inside joke. I said, yeah, I'm fine. They scan my ID, non-drivers, and I pay. Entitled mother takes notice of this and screeches out, That girl looks to be the same age of my son. A says, no, she's not, she's... Entitled mother cuts her off. She must have a fake ID. She must. A says, ma'am, I can assure you it's not fake. A took me to get it after her shift a few weeks prior. Dummy walks over to me and holds his hand out. I look confused and try to walk away, in which Dummy blocks me. They say, my ID doesn't work. Give me yours. Me taken aback says, no, and as she said, the machine doesn't work like that. Entitled mother says, great idea, honey, and looks at me saying, hand it over. I say again, no. A says, ma'am, please stop harassing OP. She's done nothing wrong. C says, and can you move? You're blocking the line. Entitled mother says, one sec, and she reaches for my ID. I say, miss, I will warn you to not touch me. Now, more context, I'm military trained and have a ridiculous amount of strength due to a birth defect. Entitled mother says, oh, don't be a witch. I say, if you touch me, you will be restrained. I was in full view of the camera and said this very loudly so people could hear as to cover my butt. Entitled mother rolls her eyes and grabs the arm my wallet's on. A was already on the phone with police. I grab her wrist and restrain her. I didn't hurt her, just took her wrist and held it behind her back, pushing her down. She was quite small, so this was the best thing to do as to not hurt her. I'm not a violent person, so this was keeping things from escalating. Dummy seems to be terrified and unsure what happened, entitled Mother Screaming Profanities. The police show up, and I let go once they did, as I didn't want to seem to be the aggressor. Entitled Mother starts making up some wild tale about how the employees weren't cooperative and how I attacked her. A says, that's not what happened, sir. C says, I can take one of you back to the CCTV footage. Police 1 says, fine, police 2, get statements. Police 2 gets everyone's statements. I tell the truth and explain I did warn her. Entitled Mother makes up her own twisted version. A matches my statement. Police 1 and C come back to the front. Police 1 says, you're coming with me, ma'am. Would you like to press charges? Entitled Mother says, yes, yes I would. Police 1 says, cuff her. The second police officer cuffs Entitled Mother and the first one says, Ma'am, do you want to press assault charges? I say, yeah, she dug her nails into my wrist. Entitled mother's acting shocked and screaming about rights. Police, too, smiles and proceeds to read off rights. They left, and everyone who had to wait in line got a free item under $5. We'll update if something crazy happens at Entitled Mother's hearing. Is anybody else more glad than ever that in the modern day, cameras are almost everywhere? In public places like this, it's becoming almost impossible to get away with some entitled parent BS like this. Does seeing cameras all over the place in public places like this ease your mind a bit? Or is it more of an uncomfortable feeling, feeling like you're being watched all the time? 
Let me know how you guys feel in the comments down below. And by the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Irish Relate, entitled Mom Try to Force Me to Give Her Son a Job. I, female 18, and my ex-boyfriend, male 20, broke up two years ago. I'm gonna call him R. R was really creepy, not just towards me but towards other women as well, and he'd been quite aggressive while drunk. So obviously I was very thankful to break up with him and go two years without talking to him. I started a summer job in a coffee shop a few weeks ago to save up for rent when I'm in college next year. This morning, R and his mother came into the coffee shop. It was definitely just a coincidence as they do live around that area. R looked surprised and uncomfortable but I carried on as though he was just another customer. This was going fine until his mom made a comment about how she recognized me from somewhere. I just laughed politely and said, oh, I used to date R. She was really polite and chatty, asking me how school and exams have been going and about how I got the job. I told her I just applied online when she said, me and R's father have been trying to help him find a job. This place would be perfect, or something along those lines I'm paraphrasing. I just laughed politely and told her that management is really great. She asked me how he could apply to work here. My heart sank. Obviously, I didn't want to be working alongside my creepy ex. I just told her he could email the hiring manager and get her contact info from the cafe's website. I told her that they were very overstaffed at the minute and it's a miracle that I was even offered an interview. And the reason I got the job is probably just because I've already worked in many cafes and have professional barista training. Couldn't you just refer him to the manager? God, she just wouldn't give up. I told her that since he hasn't worked in a cafe before, or anywhere as far as I'm aware, and doesn't have any training, I couldn't refer him as there were no grounds to support him. Employees are an investment for businesses. At this point, R's mom started raising her voice. Note that R still hadn't said a word. She demanded that I let go of whatever personal issue I have with her son and help him get a job here. I told her that I would have told anyone the exact same thing, regardless of whether it was R or not. She started complaining about how unprofessional and selfish I was being. I told her that I can get my manager and she can relay any queries to him. She agreed so I went to the back to get him. He told her the exact same thing as I did and told them they were more than welcome to apply but it would probably be a waste of time. She started snapping at him, then R spoke for the first time and said that they should just leave. His mom agreed but didn't fail to cuss the staff out while she was leaving. Luckily the cafe was empty except for one table, so no one was too bothered by it. I just carried on with my work. I'm not too bothered by the whole thing, but it's definitely a dinnertime story for when my family get home from work. I feel for OP because this just seems like a whole lot of uncomfortable, way too much rehashing of memories that probably would have preferred to have stayed in the past. I think it goes without saying, but I hate conversations where people just don't get a clue that they just need to stop. Read the room, mom. Our next story is from Epis, please. Father calls me abusive for getting medical treatment. My parents' favorite thing to do is to accuse me of being a manipulative liar. Which is funny because I'm genuinely the world's worst liar. I'm too dumb to be good at it and I instantly get nervous and start stuttering just because of the sheer stress. I've always been more comfortable being honest, even when it's gotten me in trouble. It gets me in trouble a lot with my parents because they really don't like to be told what they don't want to hear. 
Those of you who may have read the first post I made on the sub might remember my parents are, let's say, weary of modern medicine. They don't like mental health professionals of any kind. They're selectively anti-vaxxers. Some they're okay with, some they're convinced will turn you inside out depending on what articles reach them on Facebook. And they don't believe in certain kinds of treatments or procedures for various ideological reasons that are all very silly. Just to paint a picture, my mother's given me healing crystals more than once over various ailments I've went through. They're lucky my brother and I never got gravely ill as children. I was having a perfectly normal conversation with my mother on the phone yesterday when I accidentally let slip I had a consultation booked a week from now with a doctor. I hadn't mentioned it to my parents at all because it's one of those medical procedures they do not approve of. I still hadn't come up with a good lie as to why I was going back into surgery in a few months or so or how I could maybe explain it away. My mother, already ready to go off upon hearing this, asked me what for. I rolled a one on persuasion, I just couldn't come up with anything that satisfied them on the spot. My mother's going off on me for lying, my father starts yelling in the background too. They start making threats to get me off of the family's insurance plan for wasting resources, which would suck because my meds are $350 a month. I just started a new job and my benefits won't kick in for another two months. I get off the phone with them. At a lunch, I decide I'm going to rip the bandage off then and there. I tell them over text the truth, that I knew they'd react badly, and that if they're really going to take me off the insurance plan, to let me know as soon as possible so I can hop on Blue Cross. They call me a few hours later. My mom goes off telling me that, It's your choice, but you're hurting me by doing it and hurting me for lying about it. She's crying. I honestly just wanted to start laughing. My dad disagrees. He informs me that he feels this is a family matter, that he wants me to come down to their house so it can be discussed in person. My body, my health, a family matter. For context, I don't have a car. Their house is in another city in an area where, if no one drives me, I'm trapped there. I tell them no, that I only told them so there's no confusion why I'm going back in for surgery, and that this is the last time it's going to be brought up that I refuse to talk about it further and I'm not stranding myself with them only to get cornered about it. That's the point in which my father drops the zinger, with all this lying and manipulating and you trying to tear the family apart like this, I feel like I'm being abused. Stunning. I got off the phone with them and have their contacts blocked for right now so I can focus on my job, which is the best job I've ever had. Best paying, good benefits and good work. I'm putting this in here as a reprieve. They'll get over it. I'll start my application to Blue Cross just in case. It'll be cheaper than paying in full for my meds. I definitely think this sounds like a grade A serving of some projection. And as much as it sucks, as much as it hurts the wallet, it doesn't hurt to finally get on your own insurance. I just take it as yet another reminder of the blessing that is the American healthcare system. Our next story is from Arcadia0204. Entitled Parents Hi, I'm 18 this year and currently in my final year of high school for context. I've been struggling to open up for a few years now and I decided to finally do it after an incident today. Growing up in an Asian society, my family was highly conservative. Everything had to be done in order. Everything put into the correct place at the correct time. As with most Asian families, my family had a high emphasis on grades. I was taught that I had to score the best possible result for every exam. 
such that an A, an 80% to 90% in primary school, around grade 7 to 9 I guess, was seen as merely a decent grade. I think the number of occasions where I got praised for getting just an A was merely a handful. On top of regular schoolwork, my parents enrolled me into various classes, be it for swimming, mental arithmetic courses, or general tuition courses and subjects I was weaker in. I was forced to request extra homework every time I went to these classes and had to complete every single piece of work before I had playtime, strictly enforced by physical punishment. Once I failed to comply, I would be severely caned and punished, with my butt having over a dozen lesions and bleeding on one occasion, and still having to go to school the next day. This merely sets the context for what's going to be revealed and described next. As I didn't have much interaction with people at a young age, I turned to reclusivity in books for my solace and comfort, yet I was constantly annoyed by my parents who claimed that I should be more expressive and interact with my friends more instead of being a bookworm and a nerd, which they had in part shaped. While they decided to have me kept at home and unable to go for outings with my classmates, who they deemed as temporary friends anyways. I turned to gaming eventually, finding my confidence and a sense of pride with each victory and learning from defeat. Then again, they decided that gaming was anti-social behavior and should not be done at my age, often keeping my phone at home and out of bounds, albeit 15 minutes each day to check my messages for official information. After my school curriculum involved more online work, they finally relaxed on phone usage at this point, providing me with an escape from reality and academic stress that they claimed was non-existent. Oh boy, if only I could say everything after this went smoothly and I had a good life and job and everyone lived happy ever after. Things spiraled further and they even went as far as to force me to give up my social media accounts so they could check them and protect me from harmful content, which I could do very well myself, our school devoted so much time educating us anyways. For context, I shared more with my friends than my parents. Even stuff I didn't want my parents to know because I wasn't close to them. And anything I told to my mom, she would tell my dad and they'd criticize my viewpoints and opinions or provide very unique advice that doesn't fit the norm now anyways. It also wasn't long before they sacked our domestic helper, being nitty gritty as they were and expected me to take up a large proportion of housework while doing well academically since I was a man. Every single action was scrutinized with great detail, and I was loaded with over five or six tasks to complete and remember in an hour. Even simple stuff like forgetting to turn off the light and forgetting stuff to do after I woke up and was groggy was unacceptable. We all have perfect memory when we wake up and you should be fresh, and resulted in at least a one minute rant. Anything I forgot to do or did wrongly was attributed to phone usage or gaming and I slowly got more and more annoyed that I just stopped caring. My dad was embroiled in a court case and he would deflect his anger at times towards us. My mom and him were constantly arguing at night a few years ago and left us sad and worried about what was going to happen. Still, any above confused moments I had or mistakes I did were immediately reported to my dad by my mom at dinner when he came back from work. So guess who was severely scolded and punished every day? I was reprimanded because my shirt wasn't wet enough after I came back from a run and they thought I wasn't exercising, which was forced even when I had exams. 
I was reprimanded because I'd been gaming too much, even when I told them I imposed downtime on my phone and only gamed two hours a day. My mom would cynically scoff at the idea of time limits and each time I was gaming reported to my dad. They were so conservative, so traditional that even phone usage during meals was deemed an illegal act. Despite us having over a 20 year age gap, 40 years with my dad, and having almost nothing in common to talk about. Meals were merely avenues for my parents to scold me and my sibling. Even right after I came home, my mom would just spend the next five minutes giving me a lecture on something I'd done wrong or missed out on earlier in the day. It's especially bad if she says it in front of my dad or reports about it again during dinner because I either get scolded twice or get scolded. The worst part is that they tend to use a lot of insults and demean me when they're scolding like, you're so stupid for forgetting. Like, I'd be fine if they just go straight to the issue at hand, not spend time demeaning me and making me doubt my self-worth. I spent an entire year trying to get past their insults and doing things better so I get insulted less. It didn't work out anyways. I slowly just got more and more annoyed and eventually just ignored their insults. They said I was rude and disrespectful and I had to respond to everything they say. Like, what the freak? Yet I didn't want to talk about this for a long time because, well, they're my parents and they deserve my respect, even though they've lost the majority of it. The reason why I did today is because they forced me again to surrender my phone just because I have a major exam this year and I was deemed unable to control my phone usage. One hour of gaming today only, by the way. P.S. Gaming time's not completely to myself either. If they have anything urgent they deem I need to do, I'll be forced to stop gaming immediately, even if I'm in the middle of a MOBA game. Plus, they'll nag about why I shouldn't game for the entire duration of me gaming. Leave me alone, I need to concentrate and I only have one hour before studying. Which, isn't that what you want? I just hope things turn for the better. Also, they're like, don't be so committed to church and trust everything in church. Like, there's stuff against Christian theory, so don't believe everything. Yet, they use Christian values like respect and stuff to educate me when I do something wrong. So, like, what the freak? For every little bit of OP's sake, I hope they can stick it out until they can move out and support themselves on their own. And at that point, I think they have every right to never talk to those parents again. That behavior, I think, is insane. How can anybody come out of that childhood and early adulthood unscathed? And our final story of the day is from Scale Potato 250, entitled Dad Threatens to Kill Three Young Girls Over Fish. So I've been working retail for only about six months, and I've had a few entitled people, but this one is by far the worst. For context, I, 16-year-old female, have a job at a local pet store. The store is small and has only about 8 employees. On this day, I was working the register with another girl, 18, and my manager, female 23, who was in the back. I had just clocked in and had to walk past the fish section where my manager was getting fish for this family consisting of the entitled dad, entitled mom, and their two kids, probably around 5 and 6. Before anything even happens, I get red flags from these people. Their cart is filled with fish supplies and a brand new tank. Anyone who knows anything about fish knows you can't buy a tank and accessories and fish on the same day because you need to cycle the tank for a few days first. We always tell this to customers if they ask to buy fish. However, as my manager's getting them fish, I assume the little kid threw a fit 
and the parents just gave in, so I try my best to stay out of their way and just know I'll be returning some fish in a few days. Around the same time, an elderly man comes in wanting to return a harness. I tell him if he wants to exchange it, he can go get a different size and I'll do it in one transaction. He agrees and goes to find one. When he comes back a few minutes later, he walks up to my register as the entitled family and their heap of fish items come around the corner. The elderly man most likely didn't see them and I start his transaction. I wouldn't have even have known they were there had Entitled Dad and Entitled Mom started loudly groaning about people not being able to wait their turn in a line. I check out the old man and he goes to leave. As he's walking out, Entitled Dad and Entitled Mom start loudly complaining again, throwing around curses and insults to see what would stick to the poor man. I start checking the people out as nicely as I can, keeping mostly quiet and avoiding eye contact in hopes that I can finish the whole process quickly. Entitled Dad and Entitled Mom are throwing stuff on the counter with such force, I'm surprised nothing broke. Their little brats keep handing me small things and saying, scan this now and do this one. I can't really fault the kids, but just from their tone, I can guess other parents were raising them. Soon Entitled Dad gets sick of waiting and sends his family out to the car. I finally finish scanning everything, and the total comes out to well over $300. Entitled Dad's looking very impatient now, and I can tell he's on the brink of storming out. He puts his card in and pays, but when the transaction's done, my system closes it out. Confused, I check the transaction history. Nothing. I call up my manager and explain the situation. Entitled Dad's looking very pissed off at this point, and I'm starting to worry he might yell. My manager calls up her boss to see what we should do. The entitled dad shows that on his side, his bank transaction says pending. However, on our side, the transaction didn't happen. After a long call with my boss, in which the entitled dad keeps looking angrier and angrier, my manager finally hangs up. Manager says, So, sir, I'm sorry, but it looks like I can't let you leave with the product. This has happened before, but... Entitled dad, throwing up his hand, said, You know what? Freak this. Just freak it. He pushes the card away and turns to my manager. Freak this store. Freak all of you. Freak it. The man storms out and my manager's on the brink of tears. She tells us that he'd get the money back and we'd just have to run it again, but I guess he didn't want to wait. The cashier behind me is also close to crying. I'm just quiet and start to grab the card of stuff to put away. Just then, the man storms back in. Entitled Dad now screaming says, And if I don't get my freaking money back, I'll freaking kill all of you. He storms out again, leaving my manager now sobbing and me shaking. I turn to my coworker behind me and go to say something when I catch movement out of the corner of my eye. He's back again. No, I want all of your freaking names. I want to know your name and hers, pointing to me, and hers, and I want to know who you were freaking talking to on the phone. My manager is crying and trying her best to help the man. She grabs some paper and starts to scribble stuff down while Entitled Dad watches her intently. I want to tell her to not give him my name, but I trust her so I stay quiet. Meanwhile, a nurse from the urgent care clinic next door comes in and comes up to me. She asks if everything's okay, and I just shake my head no. She stands next to me and the other cashier with her arms crossed, staring at the man towering over my crying manager. My manager once again calls my boss on the phone and pleads with her to tell her what to do. She finally hangs up and tells the man she's sorry about what happened and he can take the stuff and go. Suddenly, it was like a switch was flipped. 
He's all, there's no need to cry and you've been so helpful. He actually at one point grabbed her hand and told her it was okay and she didn't need to be upset. Then he grabbed his card and started to leave. He says, oh, could I have a receipt in case anything happens? The manager, trying to not completely break down, said, sir, the transaction didn't go through. We don't have a receipt. He says, so if they die, I'm just out of luck? The manager says, I'm sorry, sir, I'm trying my best, but I really can't do anything. Have a nice day. She then runs off to the back sobbing. The man then mumbles something about, thanks for the help, and quickly leaves with his free cart of supplies. I'm just staring at this man while I can hear the cashier behind me also crying. After he leaves, the nurse asks if we're all okay. Of course, we're all terrified. She offers to call the police or send in some buff male nurses from next door to stand with us. We decline both and say we can't do much now. Our manager calls in help and leaves not 20 minutes after. The worst part is we have nothing on the man. We don't have his name, number, or even cameras. We all know we should have called the police, but at the time, we were scared he would have done something if we'd tried. As of yet, we haven't seen the man again, and I doubt we ever will. So now you've heard my terrifying tale. Hopefully I'll be starting a new job at a Starbucks soon, so I doubt this is the last story I'll have of entitled parents. I don't know how people can work in customer service for years. Major respect to you guys. As much as I feel bad for the store losing that much inventory, it's probably for the best that this guy realizes he made off with a lot of free stuff and hopefully he never comes back. For the sake of society, this dude should stay away from maybe ever going outside their house ever again, please. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was crazier than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the one on the right. And with that, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.